Hey everyone, long time no see. Um, I've taken a little bit of an accidental hiatus from the podcast. I hope you'll forgive me for that. Um, but on this episode, we have my good friend Jared McHutchison. He was my longtime Smash rival and definitely made me much better for it. Um, and my roommate for about two years up until very recently. So in this episode, we have a good chat about um, marketing, some podcasting, some body language, social stuff, and just a lot of other things in between. So I hope you enjoy it. And um, yeah. Oh, also we um, were sitting out on the patio over at Coffee Studio, which is a great little coffee shop. I recommend you check out. So sorry for the sound of some particularly loud trucks in the background um, occasionally, but overall I think it uh, sounds all right. So I hope you enjoy the podcast and I will talk to you later. All right, pick your persona now. We uh, we rolling? <laughs> yeah. So why do you have a why do you have, why do you have a podcast? <laughs> um, man, I've been chewing this gum and drinking this coffee at the same time. What's wrong? Actually, I kind of like it. Um, I started it because. It accomplishes a few different minor purposes, I think. One is just to get into the habit of creating something versus consuming something. So, like, so much of my life is, like, just, like, taking in all this media, all these podcasts, go home, I'm on the internet, looking at whatever, I'm, like, watching Smash content or whatever. See, all I do is create. <laughs> all you do is create? I am only a vessel of ingenuity. Really? What have you created? No, I actually consume media constantly as well. Yeah. I, I mean, we all do. Problem. Do you, um, do you do it, like, do you have, like, what are your goals with it, or is it just, like, going to stagnate as the thing that is just, like, you putting something out there? Like, do you aim to... So have a follow currently like goal wise as far as like what I actually want to accomplish with it it's very modest it's just first of all create and then um, with that I am theoretically doing something consistently yeah. so I haven't been super consistent with it as much as I'd like to be because originally I was gonna do it like twice a week but um, I really do need to change up the format I want to buy actual mics and like not do it in a place with crazy background noise because even though that was an interesting idea well it's like step one is doing it and then that makes it easier you don't you're not just like sitting in a quiet room with somebody you know like all right this is awkward well yeah that's true that's an aspect I actually hadn't thought of is that people are probably more comfortable if they're just like in a normal public setting instead of like come over to my house and we'll go upstairs to this quiet room but I think the podcast does get harder to listen to when there is that level of background noise like I listen through the whole thing but I'm obviously biased because I think we just all like to hear ourselves talk or cringe at least cringe at ourselves talk yeah it's, it's kind of a weird like once you get past how your own voice sounds I think it's kind of like because I know it's like with Smash, for example, you know, I'd like to watch my own combos, or I'd like yeah. to, like, kind I of still, you know, myself off over it. Oh, yeah. That's, that's always fun to do. And, uh, I think, I don't know, I don't mean to interview you, it's just kind of interesting. Um, no, it, that's, 
That's fine. So like, well, what, no, point... let me let me finish. So, oh. with that, um, before I before we keep tangenting off, um, I also think it's I've been working towards overcoming the like social anxiety of people not liking me or whatever. So like my yeah. online persona or presence rather up until now has been fairly minimal or even nil for or most just, of the year and yeah. when you are putting your voice out there or you're putting your writing out there because yeah, I've been you're not blogging also just doing random social media stuff on Instagram uh -huh. Facebook you're not just lurking like, anymore you're I know yeah I'm actually doing participating, something participating which is like the There's, easiest thing in the world and some people do it too much but it's like yeah I don't I don't do it either so yeah and so yeah so it is a small step but as far as just like not having the I think you'll find if you try to post something that you've actually put time into like a writing piece there's probably some bit of anxiety that comes with it yeah no there and there is. has been for me so just building that muscle yeah yeah man in, in high school I remember we had to get into small groups and just reading each other our like rough drafts of oh yeah no like I was the worst in writing courses me. in college doing that all the time so always workshopping stuff and then I remember I used to, uh, I think I was in high school, I wrote like creepy pastas. Oh god. I don't think I've ever told you that before. I know where some of them are right now and you're not going to find them. <laughs> That's so cringy. But, uh, you should, you I should I used show to me. just compulsively check the comments, yeah. like over and over, and people weren't really like scrupulous about uh, the, what the kind of creepy pastas they would consume more, because they're all bad, but the people that read them are all just kind of like... The fact that that's a genre is just really funny. It's so, it's, yeah, it's really bad, and, and just, like, reading all the old cringy stuff you did, like, um, I don't know, I was just gonna ask also, kind of bouncing off of that, if you want to get to a point where, like, you have an audience, and you kind of know what you want, and then you transition from, like, just recording in noisy areas to having, like, <laughs> something kind of quaint, but, you know, you have, like, people come back to you, maybe, like... Yeah, real... Start a real community ad ad reads. Yeah, I think this episode is sponsored <laughs> by uh, what? Sadva Sadvia luxury mattress. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. So that's kind of the flip side. It's like there are possible long term goals I could have with it, but yeah, it does. It does seem really intimidating to try to attempt to make a living off of something like this. Yeah, I, I don't mean like that. Like, that's very long-term. Like, yeah. if that most of the time won't happen, even if you have, like, if you get, like, a Patreon and you have, like, 100 people paying you, it's, like... Five dollars. Eh, if you're in Idaho, it's probably okay. But, I don't know. That's, like... I, I just mean, like, going from not having an intended audience to having an intended audience. Oh, like a real direction or purpose. Yeah, yeah, because that's how you would get there. That's, like, many steps before them, but I don't know. That's, like, like a right super now important... You're just, right now, it's just, like, your audience yeah, is basically yourself, more or less. Like, you, it's kind of... It's not necessarily... Me and my, like, immediate social circle. Yeah, me and like, the one dude who's on the podcast with me. Well, the, the, the podcast is basically, like... Uh, I mean, it's not even supposed to be necessarily, like, listened to by anybody yet, by the sounds of things, but you yeah. get to the point where you're comfortable with, you know, producing a product that somebody might actually want to to consume. Yeah. Baby steps. 
definitely. Um, but funny enough, Anchor, which is the app I use, it's like a podcast recording and distributing app, so it puts it on all the other platforms as well. Yeah. But it told me I was approved for like sponsor, whatever. You know what you should and do? I, I didn't activate it, but you should do an ad read segment where you just make up, a, or product. you just like. It's like a, a faux version of a product that podcasters always try to sell. Yeah. So you can just be like, uh, uh, damn. My Ready syrup, dude. Uh, you just do. Do you remember that video? What, what I had to it? make a commercial for a fake product. Oh yeah, English I did that. Classes and that video was like <laughs> so, so cringy and horrible. Yeah, you show me that. It could be like what a what a podcaster sell like underwear, right? So Me on like, You do like, uh, it's like a communist kind of underwear, but it's our undies. <laughs> our undies. <laughs> yeah, I like and that. And it's just Me like undies. you can't just buy it for yourself. You have to get it for. Yeah, you're purchasing. It's like an investment where you. It's like a timeshare for underwear. <laughs> you co-own it and you, you trade it around. <laughs> Or you share it with the government, I guess. I yeah. Yeah, I guess... Yeah, see, that's one possible thing, is, like, trying to do a comedy podcast. I also briefly was, like... Because I've been reading a lot about business stuff and building a business. And um, I was like, oh, why don't I do a business podcast where basically I just go around to local businesses that I'm interested in and talk to really whoever I can, the owner, yeah. the, like main day-to-day person manager or whatever and just ask them about how everything works what it's like their business their product whatever but uh i was a little bit discouraged by that when i searched for business podcasts and they're plentiful even for boise idaho i think there's four or five i found yeah no that's probably aside from like true crime like one of the most common kinds of podcasts like you think so find is something like that I don't know, and a comedy podcasts are the same thing too, and like, I've listened to a few yeah, recently, and as long as there's no like underlying premise, as long as there's no framework that it's, that provides as like a narrative structure that produces, you know, like hundreds and hundreds of episodes that, I don't know, like you can keep a consistent fan base the whole time, um, then it's just like some guys talking into a microphone and like making crude jokes. And then yeah. on the opposite end of it, it's like, I wouldn't really want to, just me personally, I wouldn't really want to listen to a podcast where people are talking about about like up and coming business ideas um there's one that i know of i don't know what it's called but it's a local one that does like nonprofits. like i met the guy that did it a so podcast they, yeah and they go over like local nonprofits and stuff and that seems like it'd be kind of interesting but it also seems like seems you know a little too serious and yeah i feel like a good kind of in between where you come up with like a weird gimmick that'll just every <laughs> every new every week you'll just have a new guest on and you'll just have something to talk about and you're just be like well what would you say about this if i yeah i mean that's um implicitly you just pointed out that like the podcast really has to be um like what serializable where it's like it has yeah. to be able to produce a lot over a period of time you can't just have one idea and it's good for one episode and then that's it and you have to go back to the creative drawing board yeah but you need something that can be repeated over and over you know yeah like for example if you have like a news podcast different yeah. things happen every week obviously it, yeah things are happening every day things for yourself you don't have to be, yeah. 
But, uh, yeah, anyway. That's not a, necessarily a, a huge challenge to overcome. Just every, what's it, episode, every episode of the podcast, you just have people on discussing podcasting like we're doing right now. <laughs> yeah, that's actually kind of been true, where it's like, well, this is a unique scenario that we're in, because we don't record podcasts normally, so we're going to talk about the thing that we're doing. Just like uh, with every person, like Brandon and I talked about it, Lander and I have talked about it, I think, Isaac and I have talked about it. Um, Word, dude. Yeah. But I, really, yeah, I, part of the reason that being consistent with it has been tough is because I really, it's really free-floating. Free I haven't nailed down, like, a specific format or topic or structure. Yeah. You need you need more greater diversity with your your guests as yeah, well. Yeah, they've all know. been white males so far. I'm realizing this. White straight males. This is too. bad. Yeah, I think they're all straight. It's bad luck. No, you know it's, it's fledgling. You know you can make you can make horrible misogynistic mistakes like that. And yeah, in Idaho. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, what's new otherwise? I went to bail last night at like. For work in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. I just that sucks. Just, just to chill. Fun, well, my brother's done things like, we, just for fun, we like went to Salt Lake at 8 p.m. and then just went there, ate meal, ate a meal, and drove back like at 3 a.m. You told like, you told me that your brother you did here? that, and it's just like, imagine like your friend's dad told you a story about how he, he, they like went to jail for like doing some crazy thing in Salt Lake City, and your brother. Uh, or your 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 brother's kid is just like, yeah, my dad like had dinner there once and then went home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Garrett's pretty hardcore, dude. It's funny. He's a junior now in college. It's kind of crazy though. It's weird to it's think like, about wow. your siblings' age. Yeah. My, my sister's twenty-one in turning, February. My sister's coming up on forty. No way. But that means that she's, I'm I'm well, coming up on. She's nine years older than you, right? Yeah, I'm coming up on thirty, which is also weird to think so about. You're twenty. I'm turning 20, twenty-eight you're turning in like 28. two weeks. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you're you're a September baby, huh? I'm trying to get music recorded and put online before then, but. Oh really? Yeah. That's cool. I have this problem. It's, a, it's something I learned from my dad, where I procrastinate something because I, something I there's there's dad. well I get like a minor hiccup in my plan and that I just don't really know what to do about it so I put it down and then I forget about it like I have yeah. this recording equipment and I have to find some like drivers or whatever to get it to you have to deal with the software yeah. side of it and I have no idea what I'm doing in that regard and I don't know I don't even know what to google at this point that's funny I ran into a, a parallel thing where I needed I wanted to start getting better editing so I could change the volume of the background noise and the yeah, the two your levels. Speakers. Yeah, the levels. And I tried one application or one uh, software. Like Audacity or something? It was Audacity, I yeah. think. And it would only let me edit half of it or download half of it or whatever, upload half of it to the, to the program uh, before charging me. And then I was like, oh, okay, never yeah, mind. No. And then uh, I just didn't look anymore. I just stopped. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's pretty common. Just... Get like pretend you're a student, and then get like the student oh, discount you think... on those. Although you can, well, I wonder if you can get free versions. You can get in trouble if you pretend to be a student and then commercialize the product. You need to go back to school. That's what it is. Yeah. Take one class, then you're a student, and then you can. Although yeah, basically, I don't know yeah. the legality about that. It's weird. 
I, you know what's sad is my, uh, you know how on your student ID they give you, it's like, it expires in like eight years yeah. or whatever. Mine just expired in this, or in August. No my like, dang it, I can't use it at coffee shops or whatever for you deals. That, yeah, you started at BSU like three years sooner than I did, or maybe sooner, two. Really? You started right when you graduated. I started, I think you were... Were you going to CWI or something no. before? Yeah, I was. You must have been a sophomore when I started at BSU, never mind, but I didn't have an ID card for like a year. Not really? <laughs> Dang, I didn't yeah. do anything. <laughs> Maybe, I don't remember, <laughs> whatever. Mine expires in 22, that's all I'm trying to say. Oh, dang. I'm trying to do some math and assume well, I, Yeah, so I got mine in 2013, and it, I guess it only lasts for five years, and it, or no, six, because it expired 2019, mm. so. Nice. Yeah. Fun stuff. But, uh... Yeah, I also uh, have been trying to stay consistent on the writing, which is slightly harder, I think, because it's more work than just yeah. talking and recording. Unless you're doing like, because what we're doing now is just like, it's like, yeah. I and for for those at home listening, I just did the <laughs> great. Um, we all see, that, that. That's the habit you got to get into is you know verbalizing gesticulations so that. Yeah, you have to become a good podcaster. Yep. Can't use your hands. Can't but, communicate. No, writing, yeah, writing's completely different because, you, you know, unless you're doing, like, some stream of consciousness, just, like... Yeah, if you're journaling, that's one thing, but... If you're actually kind of pouring over what you're doing and, you know, modifying the draft and then putting it online, then that can take hours and hours. Yeah. Especially trying to find something, like writer's block's an issue, and then also, like, uh, yeah, well, I have an issue of lack of focus again, because, like, you just, I'm just writing about different things every time that I'm thinking about, and that are on my mind, but I don't, it's, it's like, unlikely that people who are even vaguely interested in what I have to say about anything are going to be consistently interested in all these random topics, you know? Yeah, I mean, again, it's like, if you don't write for an audience, then you're just kind of, like, writing for yourself, and then people aren't really going to pick up on it. You can't keep it. Yeah. So. That's why it's important to define your goals with it, I think. It's, it's hard, especially, like, if you don't have an audience to begin with, because, like, if you do, if you're somebody, like, like Joe Rogan, for example, can just start a podcast and it's like the most successful one, you know. But if you're just like random guy, you have to actually think about who your audience is going to be because you don't have one. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like, yeah, you can't really get anywhere. And so you can kind of like go the angle of, oh, if you like reading this kind of person's work, so do I. I kind of, you know, ping off of them a lot or, um, I will be writing lots of articles or lots of blogs based on the works of so-and-so, and I'll be responding to these types of people, and then, then you have at least, like, a circle or whatever that you're... Yeah, that's a good idea, and that, that you're kind of, like, a tertiary or auxiliary sort of figure, and then, and then, like, maybe pack some heat at one point to where you stir up controversy, <laughs> and then that's, like, it's, what's it called? It buzz, not buzz marketing, it's like a, it's like the, it's like when you, um... 
clicked on something because you hate it. Or yeah, it's like when when like the Nike did the whole uh, they like sponsored Kaepernick and then everybody started burning their shoes and their their like profit margin still went up because. Oh really? Interesting. Because uh, the of it's just like yeah, oh, what yeah, do you, you can get a lot yeah. of hate. And so then, like Trump, everything Trump does. Yeah, like well, that. yeah, pretty much. Like, you get a lot of hate, but in response, like, you get a more, like, profitable brand. Or not profitable, but... But maybe that's yeah. not what you want to do. You just want to be, like, a chill guy. I mean, you'll figure it out. Those are just some suggestions. It's not like you asked for them, but... No, those are good ideas, I think. Because, I mean, w- with today's social media, like, I have sort of a default audience with just, like, the people that I've met and my friends and family. Yeah. And... I can just link this stuff to my Facebook, Twitter, now LinkedIn page. <laughs> I put something on there. You got LinkedIn, dude? People still use that? Oh, yeah, dude. Well, from what I'm hearing, it's it's an even bigger deal. Like, there's articles on it now. People are making content specifically for LinkedIn. And uh, it's kind of nutty. Um, but trying to expand your circle past just the people you know and people that Yeah, and just, you know, like... I've just ignored that stuff for so long. Anything remotely career or money oriented, just like, frankly, just didn't interest me. And yeah, now I feel the opposite. Really, it's like, oh man, I've been neglecting this part of my life for so long. And yeah. Now, now it's all exciting to me. So that's a. Uh, I'm kind of yeah. I'm in the same boat. I. Uh, I found out. Um, recently that my credit score is like way higher than I thought it was okay I thought it was garbage that's your like, student loans yeah whatever yeah and then I found out it's like above 800 really and uh dang and I was like oh that like encouraged me to like keep it high and like make it higher and yeah. stuff I don't know do you have a credit card I have um I don't have like a credit card credit card but I have like a I've made credit payments on like um uh, industry specific like clothing stores credit cards oh, and yeah. stuff and then so yeah can student, you use those at other stores student loans no okay student loans and um idle power um i paid the bills on time yeah and then like other pay over the phone sorts of deals i sure. guess i don't know i don't understand how is it but um yeah but uh yeah like like but Having like a professional portfolio, which I've, of which I've made like several for school and stuff, because they really try to prep for writing, you. right? Yeah, for writing, for like like technical writing careers, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, having a LinkedIn page is something that like I monitor the LinkedIn page for the nonprofit that I did. Uh, right. That I a couple two years ago volunteered for a couple years ago, and like I didn't know how to post on that website. <laughs> I don't even know how you like. I don't know. Like, it's not just for you and your friends. Like, you write completely differently on there. You don't, like, there's so, so much more of, like, a professional, like, candor and appearance and, like, the way that you behave. Yeah. At least that's the stereotype. I don't actually know that much about it. I've just started posting on it. Because it seems like there's a, a reason to use it. And it's, like, maintaining a professional appearance, at least outwardly, even for companies organizations that have like really kind of um casual like use lots of emojis and memes and stuff sorts of outward appearance <laughs> that's all on, marketing on other social media sites it's like well i feel like I could be wrong but linkedin seems like 
I don't know how the site works, honestly. Well, so I don't know that much about LinkedIn specifically or demographics or how you're supposed to tailor the content you're making for LinkedIn compared yeah, to what I'm talking about. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Like what it looks like, not, what's, not what it yeah. is. So I don't know how you're meant to tailor it, but I think if you're a business-minded person, you just recognize that there's a lot of people on LinkedIn they're probably looking for something when they're on LinkedIn mm. and it's like a good platform for marketing therefore you've got people and you've got theoretic interest right yeah and so you just need to find out what you need to change in your content to I guess better appeal to those people who are yeah. on LinkedIn and you, it could be like you could feel you might want to target to the same person differently on one platform versus another. Because if you go to Twitter for memes and stuff, yeah, maybe you see a good meme from this company. And maybe if you go on LinkedIn, you're thinking about your career and you're like, oh, I need to start like increasing my uh, connections in my circle. And then yep. you run into another piece of content that's more serious. So I think regardless of, like, I guess I really don't know. I should I have asked for clarification on what you mean, but... Well, I, I was just thinking like how you how pretty much what you were responding to, but now that I think about it, it seems like um, like the whole purpose is not like how you're talking about it or what you're talking about, but like who you're talking to, right? It's about networking. It's about like getting in touch with people based on like industry or organization, not necessarily like who you want to talk to or who you want to follow based on what they're talking about, but like let's say you're trying to get involved in like the tech industry. And so you like look up certain people, and you have yeah. like your CV, your resume, you have like your bio, yeah, all your, your profile is very business. All the oriented. people, then they can see who you're like, or who you're orienting yourself with, who you're networking with, and then you can like get in touch with people that you want to get in touch with through the website and reach out to them, and like just but purely from a professional means, and then you know it seems yeah. like you just use it to so that like you have at least like a slightly higher. Um, advantage when it comes to being like noticed and you're not just like throwing your resume and like cover letter to anybody who will see it like it's you've already gotten your kind of foot in yeah, the door yeah that's true it's kind of because they can see like they can look you up on LinkedIn and be like oh they're friends with this person like you know yeah but it uses your connections as more of an advantage digitally it's, yeah so it's like networking or at least it's more front and center than other platforms it makes networking less scary you don't have to join a frat anymore you can just go on the website <laughs> I know we were in uh, SoCal for the first USC game uh, two weekends ago or yeah. not this weekend but yeah the, the one before that um, and we met up with two of my dad's like fraternity brothers <laughs> yeah. and like walked down fraternity row and she's like was this is like, such a different world that I was just never a part of in college was it like a different dynamic your dad your dad was like a square in college too though right he was a little bit no was he a square i mean well i mean like fraternities are you know they get down yeah i think he got down oh okay i don't, I don't think he was a good uh i think he drank and smoked oh, okay and partied for sure um that's the weird part is like uh, i you wouldn't know it now that was pretty common yeah he's got like all these weird stories from different frats and just so alien to me and that's how he like met two of his closest friends that he's still in contact with and 
and uh, yeah. it always makes me think like huh what if I how could I have optimized my college experience it's just like you and all your college friends get together and talk about how they never networked in high school and <laughs> yeah. nobody knows any anybody it's just a network of that's like, our network yeah, just people that they know <laughs> I did kind of have some of that with the honors college but by the end of like my sophomore year I was just totally uninvested in in anything honors college I went to the bare minimum of events never really went to the actual building it was just out of sight out of mind kind of just playing smash bros yeah lots of smash bros Although the perks were, were helpful, I got to sign up for classes early, and Honors College has some cool classes just for Honors College students. But Did you have to pay more to do that? I don't think so. Oh, you just have good grades? Yeah. From from high school, too. Like, oh. I just went straight in from high school. So, you don't even need that good grades, just like 3.5 or something, which is decent, but high school's not that hard. So. <laughs> Uh, I... <laughs> you may or may not have... <laughs> I thought a 3.0 is okay, I don't know. That's fine. Right. Right. That's fine. I'll make a 3.4 when I graduate, maybe. 3.3, something like that. Although, GPA doesn't matter after you graduate that much. Probably not. It matters for, like, graduate school, right? Like, but not... I think so. I think, like, Lander, he got a 3.4... And he was kicking himself for for getting that because of uh, law school prospects oh, yeah. and money he could get from them. So even right. though his LSAT scores were like 98th percentile or something, yeah. his GPA was considered so low, you know, for a law school that I think it hurt him. So I don't know. I I was kind of pissed because I got a 3.74 which is literally 0.01% beneath uh, magna cum laude, instead of just cum laude, so. But that's just a title, really, so it doesn't mean anything. It's, it's just a title, I don't care. Yeah. Doesn't matter, I rock so fast. Hmm. How much time do you have? I've got like 10 minutes. 10 minutes? I like that Kevin is trying to set up uh, this brunch thing. Yeah. Although it hasn't seemed to. Um, it's just people at work on Saturday. Yet. It's just like, you know, same problem every single time. Yeah. Everybody Logistics. works different days. Yeah. Pretty typical. I recently started working Sundays. How's that been? It's good. Because it's busy? More money, yeah. It's you like. Know what they say. They no say, problems, no money. They, more money, less problems, because <laughs> that's the stupidest cliche I've ever heard in my entire life. Uh, no, it's like insult biggie. Driving all the way down from where we live, going to a place that's like a five-minute walk away from work, driving back, and then having to go back and then go to Vale. It's like what? What a what a world we live in. You know. For all these dying old people, I have to risk my life going on the highway <laughs> at midnight. Was it rainy? No. But it was pouring rain on the way up and the way back to Montana this weekend. It's kind of scary. That is scary. Yeah. 
It's like, um, well, I always like see a head headlights coming up, and I'm like, I hope this person isn't drunk. <laughs> I don't think about that too much. Fortunately, I see like I always watch out for wild animals too. I've seen a couple. I've seen deer. I saw a deer uh, on like the on ramp to the interstate, like oh, right geez. off of like uh, Franklin. Really? Right over there, like in the middle of town. There's like you know the loop. There's like a pond in the loop. Yeah. There's like a deer that was living over there. Just chilling. And it was like sitting in the middle of the road, like eating grass. Yeah, that's the thing. Like when you're going the speed limit at night on highways, it's like. If a deer jumps in front of me, like, it's just over for both of us. Like, I can't, I can't stop. You'd get hurt, too. Those things are heavy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People die. And a deer would probably die, too. For sure. Your car's going 80. Yeah, that's, I mean, you can break your neck. Yeah, one of my uh, former classmates at Cole Valley recently fell off a... Uh, parking garage and like landed on her head apparently and it's now a paraplegic or quadriplegic or oh, what was the parking garage i think three stories jeez yeah. very sad oh that's yeah it sucks you like drunk or something not that i know of but it's like i don't know how you fall off yeah. Like, I imagine she was just like sitting on the edge. And yeah, she was just messing around or something. I yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh yeah, I don't like being up in those high places. Yeah, heights scare me too. They scare me big time. If I'm strapped in then that's fine, but otherwise <laughs> I'll just stay away. Always stay strapped in. This iced latte was good. I never drink these. What'd you get? Americano with sugar. With sugar? I got a little bit of sugar Cream? in there. Yeah. Wow, you're becoming a sweet tooth, huh? I'm really just trying to branch out and try new things. I always, wow. The thing is, like, I always so want to try... baby step. I always do a little bit of sugar yep, in yep. your normal drink. Well, I was want to try to get new stuff um, but the only time I ever do is when I'm at home and I'm feeling like it but if I'm on my way to work it's just like I don't really want anything with sugar in it I just want caffeine yeah. it's either that or an energy drink but um, I've been trying to slow down on the energy drinks but it's hard you know you know the struggle it's so good Mmm, make you feel so good. Or maybe just not so not bad. <laughs> That's a sad way of looking at it. Sometimes, you know, just the perfect combination of whatever, your sleep or your energy levels plus the caffeine, you yeah. just feel absolutely incredible. It's uh, it's too bad that that is not um, a replicable. But it might be. An easily replicable. Yeah, I mean, as far as the perfect storm, but you can improve things a little bit, I think. Just trying to sleep more and... Yeah, you just improve all the qualities and then pretty much everything's going to build up from there. 
I've been working on, although I need to get back on it, but like intentionally changing my body language habits in order to improve well-being. We're just like um, standing up more straight and like oh, yeah. shoulders back more and like smiling more because that makes you feel happy, you know? Yeah. So I try to do that stuff too. When I can, when I can, when I catch myself like if I'm like tired and I don't really care, whatever, then yeah. But if I catch myself coming across as like really kind of closed off, I try to not do that. I try to do it with. Uh, recording a podcast. Here, buddy. <laughs> I try to do with like uh, paralanguage too, like the way that I'm talking. I try not to sound monotone or like oh, I try to. Interesting. I try to sound more. Right now, I don't really care because we know each other. But if I'm talking to somebody at work or whatever, yeah, I try to like add in the extra like <laughs> improve your tonality. Uh, That's uh, something I need to work on too. Tonality is I my speech to, patterns. Or like at school, I find now that I've gone back, uh, like. Yeah. Speaking in front of the class to call on something, trying not to use vocal fry and to try to like speak <laughs> because just instead of because I, I the only time I ever talk like that is if I don't want to talk at all, which is kind of what that situation what I'm like responding yeah. to a question in class, which is like, uh, well, uh, yeah, <laughs> so I try to like use more hand gestures and that kind of brings out the more like, oh, you feel, yeah, yeah, you just. Hand gestures help you out with it more. Get you, get more. your head into the space. I feel like overall my body language is okay. Um, but I find that even when it is, it doesn't really... It doesn't change as much of like how I am inside as I would like. I feel kind of let down by that, but that's another thing you have to also focus on. Yeah. It's tricky to remember all that stuff. Yeah, uh, it's it's like a have like the standing up straight thing's kind of hard. If well, at first I don't know. I feel like I have pretty good posture overall. Yeah, it's it's well it, uh, for me. I think it's especially hard to stay in the moment while reminding yourself of those things. That's the real trick. Is just that's what, I think you got to focus on one thing and then just put yourself in that position and then forget about it immediately. It's hard. Yeah. Not reverting back to the way you normally. Yeah. That's. Right. Yeah. I, now I'm just re reminded to think about my speech patterns more. Because so I think I speak too quickly sometimes. That's something that's easy to remember because it's so easy, like, in the moment with somebody else. Especially, like, if you're involved in a conversation, mm -hmm. it's so easy. Because, like, I always instantly know when I'm sounding a way that I think is, like, not very conducive to interesting like not necessarily interesting conversation but just like displaying to the person you're talking to that you just don't want to be there you yeah. don't want to be somewhere else <laughs> well then you're more aware of that than I am I think I forget most of well, the I notice like this is kind of dumb that I do this but it's, it's always like comparative like I'll see somebody else doing that and I'll be like oh well that's like that person has like bad, bad um, like posture or whatever like right. watching one of my uh, instructors in front of class like he just always he always kind of has like a hunchback sort of thing going down his head's like always just perpetually like kind of down huh. which is like bad for your back but it's also like um, I mean it kind of portrays a lack of confidence you think? even though he's like in front of the class and talking to everybody and has that automatic authority to him it's like a little bit 
that way. But like if I'm walking down the street and I see um, like some other guy like approaching and then he just like won't make eye contact and he's just like staring at the ground. Yeah. I'm like, I know that deep down inside I'm not that confident of a person, but I can at least pretend like I am. <laughs> and like, like look him in the eye. Try to, you know. Yeah. That's a fun game to play when you're like, walking. Is just make, try to look at everyone in the eye. Make solid, make solid, not like intimidating eye contact, but just like <laughs> solid eye contact. It's like, if, 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 if it's like a guy and he makes, and he, he meets your gaze, just kind of like, you know, nod, just yeah. like, Kill, or if it's like, <laughs> it's like nod. if it's a chick, then it's just kind of like, you know, just kind of not like stare super intensely, but play chicken. It's, it's so dumb, I hate it, but it's yeah. also kind of like rewarding like at the same time. Yeah, I like it for sure. I wish it didn't matter. Most people aren't even aware of it, most people are not thinking about that. Well. I think I'm going to head to work. Okay. Well, it was a cool podcast. That was fun. Was that episode five? I think... Best ep yet? That's a little ep- <laughs> yeah. Best episode with that Jared. That should be a premium episode that only your Oh, Patreon. put it behind a paywall? Yeah. You think people will pay for this? <laughs> uh, well. Maybe, maybe, maybe in, in five future. years when we have massive followings, they will. <laughs> Thanks for listening to episode five of Inside Kevin C. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, please let me know what you thought. And also let me know if there's anything in particular um, that you'd like to hear um, from me as far as podcast topics or um, writing topics or anything like that. So that is it. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day.